Morning, Danny. How are you? Morning, Johnny. Good, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. Thank you. I'm all right. Let's start with transfer deadline day. It's the only place we can start, isn't it? You were quite busy yesterday, weren't you? <laughs> yeah, not me personally, but the club were, yeah. How pleasing was that for you? Let's run through a few of them then. Michael Hellick coming in from Barnsley. What, what does he add to your side? Yeah, very pleased. I think, um, obviously, championship experience, international pedigree, um, very very good age uh, to continue developing and working at this football club. Um, and I think he'll add a lot of defensive qualities to our team. And he'll be coming in because he wants to play week in, week out as well, won't he? Because he wants to go to the World Cup later in the year, which is a big driver. That's a big motivation for him um, to play regular championship football and be in contention to be selected for the World Cup. What about as well, Luke Bette coming in? Um, that's, that's quite an interesting one, is that? Because it shows a lot of faith from Man City, doesn't it, that they're putting in you? Yeah, I think um, we've been aware of Luke for a while and um, he had lots of quality, obviously, being at Manchester City, I think training regularly with their first team. Um, so he'll add different qualities to what Mikhail will. But um, yeah, I think we've got a good balance in terms of the defensive areas. How much did you need those defensive recruitment? Yeah, I think it was a big area we've, we've been aware of that we needed to strengthen and um, fortunately we've been able to do so. It's always been a strength for you, hasn't it? Or last year in particular, you know, your back line was one of the massive strengths for you, including in goal scoring early on in the season as well. So did you feel that that was an area that was a little bit weakened this year, particularly with injuries and a couple of players leaving? Yeah, I think when the players leave and particularly with Matty Pearson getting injured um, and being out for long term, I think we knew it's an area we needed to focus on in terms of the recruitment and um, the club have been fantastic in uh, putting that into place and getting it over the line. What about Tyrese Simpson as well, coming in at the opposite end of the field? Yeah, Tyrese is a very exciting player. Um, he's, he's going to make big impact eventually. He's coming, um, he's, he's going to be a while. because there's, there's a lot of work to do in terms of um, strengthening areas where he's a little bit weak in terms of injury. Um, but I think um, Tyrese is an exciting prospect and he's going to be here um, at this football club long term. Does that mean we need a bit of patience around him then? When, when would you be expecting him to start getting involved with the first team? Yeah, I think we're looking around November time. Um, so there's um, lots of work going off off the pitch with Tyrese. Um, they'll be working remotely on the pitch individually just to get him up to speed. Is that a bit of a gamble then? Bringing a player who's got maybe a few issues like that that you have to deal with? Uh, or how big a gamble is it? No, I don't think so. I think the medical team have done their done their work. Um, the, the medical the medical side of it, when they're going under all the fitness tests, have shown that um, it'll be in a good place once this work's been um, put in with him. So he's not available, obviously, for this weekend. Then, but what about the two centre halves? Are they available straight for selection for you? Yeah, we'll look at we'll have a look at them in training over the next couple of days, and we'll assess the level. Um, obviously, Luke Mbete has not played Championship football as yet. Um, Mikhail's not played for a while, um, but both, both, both fit and they'll both train. OK, what about outgoings as well? You were busy on that front of things. And, and the one really, I suppose, that we want to talk about the most would be Josh Caroma. And, and he's moved down to Portsmouth on loan. Just talk us through the thinking there. Yeah, I think I said before previously um, that these players just want to play football games. And when we look at our squad and it can be competitive in certain areas, the players are... Players get a little bit frustrated. They, they want to play football, understandably. Um, so I think for Josh Caroma and Romani Edmonds Green as well, I think it's um, it's the right thing that they go to a different football club, play minutes, um, and progress there. Why hasn't it happened for Josh? Because he burst onto the scene, didn't he? And he, he showed so much promise and so much excitement for the supporters as well. Why do you think he's maybe tailed off a bit in his time at Town? 
I'm not too sure. It's always a difficult one when player has that potential and they have had the impact uh, previously. Um, but sometimes these things, just how they are, um, the player players sometimes need a bit of a fresh start, a fresh boost, and Josh Josh has got that now with his loan deal to Portsmouth. Yeah, you have to look at things maybe off the field, not even necessarily what they're doing on the field. It's about what might be happening off the field for players like that as well. Yeah, everybody's got sort of their own personal life. Um, I think Josh is really, really settled in that. Um, he just wants to play football games. Um, we, we discussed a lot of things with Josh and come to the conclusion that his minutes might be reduced and the right thing for him and Huddersfield Town were for him to go on loan. And Romani as well, um, he's a player who had a brilliant season, didn't he, out on loan last season. So he knows all the benefits of, of that sort of move can bring. But also, I imagine he would have wanted to come into this club this season and actually stamp himself in the starting eleven for you. Yeah, I think Romani's um, he come back in pre-season and he's had opportunities to play championship football. Obviously, with the areas we've recruited now with Luke Mbete and Mikhail Alec, Romani's game time will be reduced. So, yeah, I think, again, the right decision for him to go on loan. And he can really grow a game, can he, in a side like Wigan as well? You know, he's he's one of those players who seemingly goes places and does actually take on board what's been shown to him. Yeah, Romani's had an incredible journey in football. I think um, on loan at Swindon and getting promoted, on loan last season at Rotherham and another promotion. So he's going to go to Wigan now and um, he'll get he'll get championship championship experience. How are the group then at the moment after the defeat the other day? Yeah, I've always said it's um, it's very tough when you're losing football games and it does affect um, staff, it affects players, but we try and be as positive as possible. Um, I have seen steps in the right direction going forward this season. I think with the two new recruits, um, the three new recruits coming in, I think it's a big boost for the football club, but also for the players as well. I think when the players see um, new players come into the club, it's a boost for them, not only in terms of, right, I've got competition, but also to build relationships and grow on the football pitch. So the, the, these things are really good to boost the players' confidence. Yeah, you've been there as a player, haven't you? You've been in dressing rooms where new players come in. Is it just about having new faces in that can just change a bit of the mentality? Yeah, I think sometimes that's always it's always a good boost for players. I think when you see the likes of Mikhail, Luke Mbete, lots of potential Tyrese come into a football club, the, the players that are already here know that they're here to help. And um, the players that are already established, they'll only improve from their arrival. How are you finding it on a personal note, Danny, this tough little spot you find yourself in? Yeah, obviously it's very challenging. Um, I'm the one who has to sit and face face these questions and obviously we all want to win football games, but I'm always looking at process. I'm always looking for progression. How can myself and the staff continue to improve to get the best out of the players? How we can help the players improve? What can the players do more of to improve? So it's always about trying to get better and I don't feel as though we're far off. I think we're very competitive in games. We've just got to make sure those moments start turning for us. Are you feeling the pressure to get a win this weekend? Home crowd, not in the greatest run of form at the moment, some quite restless. Are you feeling that pressure to get a win this weekend? Um, I think there's always pressure on every game and the pressure's sort of controlled by myself. But I think in this role, you've got to love to learn to love to enjoy the pressure. I think it comes naturally with what this job is. Um, if you're not willing to do that, then it's probably not the right role for that person. But yeah, there's always pressure on football games because it means a lot to a lot of people. And um, that's what we're paid to do, win games. So yeah, look, we'll be focused on these next two days to prepare the team well, shift the mindsets in a positive way, which they already are. Just keep enhancing that. And um, yeah, move forward to Blackpool.
and you're embedded in the football club, you've been associated with the football club for many, many years, are you still getting the support from above that you want, from Lee Bromby, from Dean Hoyle as well? Are you speaking to them regularly on a day-to-day basis? Yeah, there's a lot. That, that's a great thing about this football club. There's lots of support. There's lots of collaboration around things, how we can improve, lots of feedback. And I think when you've got strong relationships, that, that feedback's really positive because it's not see, seemed as um, negative. It's always just to try and get better and improve. So, yeah, as a football club, that, that kind of stuff's um, fantastic. And does that provide you with the time as well, do you think, to get the results that you need to stay in the role and to move this club forwards? Yeah, I think, this, I think that's something that's always asked when results aren't good. Are you going to get the time to implement things? But look, I just I don't really focus on that. I just focus on sort of preparing for the next game. Um, my mind's not on sort of how much time is there to improve and develop. So, yeah. Team news-wise, apart from the new ones, how are you looking? Any other injury worries to, to think about? No, I think since the Bristol City game, everyone's um, come through unscathed. So, yeah, we're pretty good on that front. And what are you thinking about Blackpool then as the next opposition? In terms of them? Yeah, in terms of them, yeah. What sort of what sort of tests do they provide you? Yeah, I think it'll be a big test, like any championship game. Um, they've had a good start to the season. They're scoring, scoring a lot of goals, albeit from the last one, um, but also conceding. So um, I think it'll be a very exciting game um, and one we're looking forward to. And it is such fine margins, isn't it? You were down one end, you were probing for the equaliser and then get hit on the counter and all of a sudden you find yourself two down last time out. They are such fine margins in this division. Yeah, against Bristol. I think that's probably probably sums it up. Um, we, we hit the post and then Bristol City go down the other end and score score their second goal. So these are the things we, we really need to focus on um, because, like I said, I don't, I don't think there were much in, much in the Bristol City game. Thanks, Danny. Appreciate that. All the best. Thank you. Cheers. Hi, Danny. Yeah, th- those those defensive recruits could make a, a huge difference, couldn't they? Um, especially Mikhail, he's a proven player at this level. Yeah, I think so. I think it's an area we identified we wanted to strengthen. Um, and Mikhail coming in will add lots of experience. He's proven at the championship level, got to the playoffs in the season 2021, I think, with Barnsley. Um so yeah, he's um, he's proven that he can perform at this level, so he'll be a big asset. And they're the right kinds of characters as well. The, the three new lads you brought in. Yeah, I think as well as looking at when we recruit, we look at the capability of the player. It's also the person that's just as important that they're going to fit into this um, group of group of people we've already got. Obviously, having those new centre backs hopefully will make a, a big difference to your defensive fortunes. Are there any other things that you think you could be doing to sort of stem the goals that are going against you? Um, I think obviously in that last line, the defensive recruits will help in that sense. Um, I think continuing the defensive work we're doing to progress to reduce chances. Um, I think improving balls into the box, defending um, definitely is a focus of ours. So um, yeah, we'll be coaching a few aspects in order to improve that. But these um, these two recruits will help massively. There seems to be a focus on Wednesday night in sort of keeping possession better. Um, I think it's the first time you've been over. 50% this season, is that something you've been sort of trying to get into the lads, use the ball better? Yeah, I think so. We definitely want to progress into a team who have more of the ball and build the play. Um, I think it's heavily opponent dependent. I thought Bristol City sat a little bit and allowed us to have the ball and we had we had Hoggy, Leasy and um, you to them building as a three, trying to progress that attack. So it's something we, we want to do as a football club and we'll continue to work on to progress. Cheers, Steve. Thanks, Steve. Uh, Stuart, thanks for your patience. Good morning, mate. Morning, morning, Danny. Morning, Stuart. Uh, 
I just want to ask how how deadline day actually works from your perspective, because obviously you've got Lee and the recruitment team. How how hands on are you? How 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 much did what was happening on deadline day take you away from coaching or, or not at all? No, I think um, I think, like I said, there's a lot of collaboration um, prior to recruiting these players. Um, and we look at the player, we assess it, me and my staff, and we feed back to Lee um, and the rest of the recruitment team. So there's always that prior to then getting the player over the line. But in terms of the paperwork and the last minute um, last minute stuff to get the player signed, that's that's uh, behind the scenes, not necessarily to do with me. Sure. And I mean, how difficult has this window been in particular? Because there's been so many games when the window's open and it must be... It must be unhelpful that you're not you're not sure about players. You're not able to put that last piece of the jigsaw in until now. Yeah, I think we're always sort of assessing, evaluating the squad and how we can strengthen what players need to go out and play, which which areas we need to sort of recruit to help the rest of the team, really. Um, so the, the sooner we can identify that and get the work done to recruit, the better. So is it a good thing this week that you're playing on Sunday and you've just got that extra day on the on the training ground? Yeah, I think that helps. We've got today and we'll have tomorrow to prepare um, and integrate these uh, the new players. How, how, how do you go about integrating new players at, at such short notice? Um, I think because it, the players are very professional, I think it comes quite natural. Um, they come into the team, we'll introduce them to the new players. Um, and I'm sure a lot of the players will be aware of these players as well. Um, so I think it's it, it happens quite naturally. Yeah. And um, on 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 Michael, um, he had a bit of an injury at the start of the season. I presume that's all all cleared up now, and he's uh, he's fully fit, Michael Halleck. Yeah, um, he had a bit of a, a quadricep issue, um, which is fully rehabbed and recovered from. Um, so he's um, he's fully fit and ready to train today. Mm. And uh, to to get a player with significant championship experience is 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 difficult and expensive, and to get one who's settled in the area as well. It seems like a really good piece of business on the club's part to be able to get someone ticking all those boxes. Yeah, I think the club have done fantastic to sort of identify Mikhail and um, discuss with him. I'm sure he had other opportunities, but he um, I seen him this morning just as he arrived and he seemed really happy and pleased to be here. So, um, yeah, we'll get working with him. And, I mean, just just, just generally, you, you sort of mentioned that the confidence isn't too isn't taking too much of a hit at the moment. Is that, did I, did I get that right? Is that how you see things? Yeah, I think, um, I think because we've been competitive in the games and like I said previously, I feel as though the games have been decided by moments in both boxes. Um, we're constantly trying to discuss and reflect with the players about the areas we can improve on definitely, but also the positive things we want to continue. Um, I think not just in football, but in this life, if you start drifting down that negative road, it only ends one way. So obviously the disappointment after defeats, me probably more disappointed than anyone else, but we quickly have to change that mindset and become really positive to prepare for the next game. Otherwise, if you don't, it's probably game over. Yeah, I mean, I was going to ask that. Is, is it difficult to, to stay positive or is it just your nature? Because as you say, as a manager, you, you're almost bound to take the disappointments harder than anyone else. Yeah, I think you do initially. The emotions sort of make you disappointed. But then after a few hours, you've got to really sort of reflect quickly on the game, analyse, we'll feed that back to the players and then move on move on to the next game in a, in a positive manner. And um, if we can create that in the environment so it's positive in the group, then it'll give us a better chance of performing and winning games. 
That's great. Thanks very much, Danny. Good luck on Sunday. Cheers, Stuart. Thanks. Thanks, Stuart. Neil, good morning. We can't hear you, Neil. Good morning. There we are. Morning, Danny. Neil from the Sunday Mirror. You okay? Morning, Neil. I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. Thank you. Good. Just touching upon the pressure side of things that was mentioned earlier, how, how are you dealing with that? Because there's a lot of expectation on you, given you got to the to playoff final last year. Yeah, me personally. You and the players, yeah. How's because there's a lot of pressure on you straight from the start of the season, maybe more than most. Yeah, um, yeah. I think there's always big expectations um, when you have a successful season prior. So, I think with the players um, who left the club and new recruits coming in, it's, there's, there's always change. You have to refocus um, and start start again. Really start that plan. Obviously, we wanted to achieve what we did last season. It's not always easy. But these things sometimes take a little bit of time when new players come into the club. But like I said, I think there's been real positive signs. I think um, with the recruits, this transfer window as well, strengthening the squad we already have. I'm um, I'm very optimistic in this season. The the players you've brought in, you, you've you've touched upon there. Do you feel like you you're covered now in most areas to sort of get across your message as well? Now you've got the players you want. Yeah, I think the the squad's really competitive now. I think. Um, we have we have the numbers there. We have players to fill all the positions. Like I've said before, we have we recruit players who are quite adaptable as well to playing a number of positions. If there's any injuries, so um, yeah, the squad's healthy. Tell me about Blackpool then, in terms of they've had a bit of change as well. Obviously, Neil Critchley left, Michael Appleton, and now how different are they? You've, I don't think you've ever played them, Huddersfield. Played Blackpool. 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 Last season, Neil. Was it last season? Yeah. Sorry. All right, man. <laughs> <laughs> Early in the morning. The, the last, yeah, I mean, Danny, you must have played him quite a few times then. Yeah, I played against Blackpool. I think they were pretty much in the divisions when I when I had my career, League One, League Two. So I played them a number of times. But tell, tell me about them this year, the, the proposition they proposed this year for you. Yeah, they've had a really good start to the season. Um, they're scoring lots of goals. They're also conceding goals. Um, they're a really competitive team. I think they have a really clear way of how they play football um, under Michael Appleton, um, and um, it'll be um, it'll be a, it'll be a challenge, a tough challenge like any other championship game. But um, we'll be well prepared. Super. Thanks, Danny. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Thank Thanks, you. Guys.